Hi, and welcome back to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus, and we're here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. Today, we're talking about one of those common frustrations that we teachers face. And it's not one of those things that we necessarily list as one of the most frustrating things, but it's one of those little annoyances that really can eat away at our time and cause unnecessary stress. And that is no-name papers. We've all dealt with them, and we'd all be thrilled if we never had one again. So we're going to talk about 13 smart ways to eliminate no-name papers. And I want to tell you right off the bat, I cannot take credit for very many of these. Most of these ideas came from a conversation in our Facebook group. So if you're not part of our Facebook group, you've absolutely got to get over there and join our group. It's a wonderful group of Christian teachers, um, a place you can ask for advice, encourage each other, and just connect with other teachers. So we have the link over at teachfortheheart.com slash no name. Right in those first couple paragraphs, you'll see the link to request to join our Facebook group. But anyhow, in that group, we were talking about this and a bunch of teachers shared ideas for how they eliminate no-name papers, and I'm going to go through and share 13 of my favorites with you. And these are, just so you know, good over a variety of age groups. Some of them are more geared towards elementary, some are more geared towards high school, and some work across the board. So no matter what you teach, you can pick and choose ones that you think might work best for you. So here we go. Number one, ask students to touch their name. So um, let's see here. Jennifer suggests about two minutes into an assignment, stop and ask students to touch where they wrote their name on their paper. Or here's some alternate ideas. Nicole says, have students put a star or another symbol by their name. Change the symbol each time so they have to stop and check for their name. Sarah says, ask students to raise their name, I'm sorry, to raise their hand if their table mate has their name on their paper. So they check it for each other. So number one, ask students to touch their name or use one of the alternate versions of that. Number two, honestly, is my favorite. Andrea suggests that you have your students circle their name in either green, yellow, or red. Here's how it works. When the students are finished, they write, they circle their name in one of these three colors to demonstrate how they felt about the assignment. They use green if they understood the concept and are confident about it, or at least they think they do. Yellow if the assignment was hard, but they're pretty sure they figured it out. And red if they still need help or they struggled with it. I love this idea. It kills two birds with one stone. Actually, three. Number one, it helps students self-assess. Number two, it gives you a quick, a way to quickly see how this class overall feels about this concept. And number three, of course, it helps eliminate those no-name papers. The only real trick here is figuring out how to make it work practically without causing extra confusion. So it depends how you turn in papers. If you have students turn in their papers, you know, as they finish to your desk or to a certain bin, then you can just have 
different color highlighters or different colored colored pencils right there. So as they turn in their paper, they circle their name in the right color and then pat, turn it in. If you collect papers as a whole, then you'd need to make this somehow part of your process. So for example, maybe they're working in class, then you would say, then you'd say something like, you know, go grab when they finish, you know, go get this. And that that's what you do when you finish your paper, you go, you circle your name, and then you come back and work on something else. Or for example, for homework, maybe you'd even want to, if you're going over something together as a class, maybe you'd pass around a set of colored pencils as you go over it. So you'd have to think through how this would work best in your class. But I absolutely love that idea. Number three is to have students simply highlight their name before turning their paper in. I love, I love the idea of using the different colors, but if you're looking for something a little bit simpler, this is simple and effective. Idea number four is to deduct points. Caitlin says she simply deducts a point or two if there's no name on the paper. So if that's appropriate for your school situation and you think that's what, what you want to do, then you could try that. Number five, Lisa gives stickers. So this is a great idea for primary grades. Lisa says she walks around the room and gives each student a sticker when their name is on their paper. Elizabeth has an idea on the opposite end of the spectrum. She actually throws away no-name papers. Now, at first, this sounded crazy harsh to me, but the more I thought about it, the more it kind of makes sense, especially for older students, you know, high school students that are approaching college, to be more responsible. It's, it's like a natural consequence. Listen how she does it. She doesn't just throw it in along with all the old lunch and everything else. What she does is she throws away in the recycle bin. So she has a special bin or a box to recycle papers in. And so if there's a no-name paper, she puts it in the recycle bin with the other papers. So students can then, if they notice or realize I never got this paper back, they can go find their paper in the recycle bin and pull it out. Or they can redo the assignment. Halana has a fun twist to this idea. She says when she finds a no-name paper, she dramatically announces, I find another I found another paper for the recycle bin, one less for me to grade, and dramatically puts it in the recycle bin. And she says typically the kid the kid rushes to fish it out and correct his mistake. So that's kind of a fun twist on that idea. But in both cases, the point is you're putting the responsibility on the students to real to remember and to correct their mistake. Caitlin says she records a zero in the grade book, but then keeps a file of no-name papers. So if throwing it away seemed a little bit harsh, you can do this instead. You record a zero in the grade book, but then you have just a file in your room and all the students are taught and know where it is, where you put any no-name papers there. So as far as you're done after you put it in the file, you're done. The zeros in the grade book, you're not worried about it. You're not tracking students down. But when students notice that they've either received a zero or that everyone else got their paper back and they didn't, they can check that file, put in their name, and turn it in for credit or partial credit, whatever works best for you. Number eight, I don't know if it's going to solve the problem completely, but it certainly can't hurt. Caitlin posts an obvious sign where students turn in their work that says, stop, did you write your name on your paper? And that's, like I said, uh, that maybe some students will glaze right over that, but it certainly can't hurt. Number nine, I like this idea, post no-name papers on the wall. So if you have space in your classroom, 
Heather um, has that. She has a, a spot in her classroom where she posts no-name papers, and then students walk over and claim them. So this is similar to the file idea, but she actually has it on the wall. So it's kind of obvious to everyone. It's a place where people are going by, and so it's kind of it's not out of sight, out of mind. It's right there where people will see it. Number 10, you could also use a name check call and response. So if you use your if you use whole brain teaching, your students will totally get this one. What Hannah does is she says name check out loud and the students repeat it back to her out loud 3 times while they check for their names. So in other words, she goes name check and the students say out loud name check name check name check while they're looking and making sure that their name is there. Once again, probably a little bit better for elementary, but could work in middle school too. Idea number 11 is to ask a student to check for names. So Charlotte says that when her students pass in papers, she has a student check them for names before they go in the stack, either on your desk or in a bin or wherever the papers go. Charlotte actually takes this technique one step further. She actually has team captains who collect papers for a section of the room, and they check for names and turn them in for her. This works a little, and then turn them into her. So this works a little bit, Could it depends really how much effort you want to put into this and how seamless you want to make this. The benefit of having the different captains is that if there is a no-name paper, they can probably pretty easily figure out whose it is because they only have maybe, you know, eight students or four students, however you split it up to check with. But you obviously have all these team captains coming up and giving you papers. The other alternative is to just have students pass the papers in and it's one student's job to take the stack look through them before they go on your desk. That's simpler because it's just one student, but if there is a no-name paper, they might have a little bit tougher time figuring out who it is without interrupting your class. So you can like play around with that, but that's another great idea. Another idea, this one's simple, is to walk around yourself and check. You simply walk around the room while students are working on an assignment and check for names. I don't think I'd want to do this every time we do any little thing in class, but this could definitely be worthwhile during tests and quizzes when you don't, when, you know, it's something where circling in some of these other ideas wouldn't be as effective because everyone's working quietly. And this is would be a great opportunity for you to walk around since it's a good idea to walk around during tests and quizzes anyhow to, you know, make sure students aren't cheating and to be a presence in the room. So that's a great idea there. And our final idea by Elizabeth is to emphasize both the name and the date. Elizabeth notes that since she spent time at the start of the year teaching students to write the name and date on their paper, she has fewer students forget to write their name. So it's kind of an interesting thought there. So I'm interested to hear which one of these you want to try out in your classroom. You can share your thoughts at teachfortheheart.com slash no name. And when you head over there too, if, you, if you're thinking, man, I th- you went through this so fast, you can head over once again to teachfortheheart.com slash no name. And we have all the ideas listed out so you can go back through them and see which one you want to try. But I absolutely love all these practical ideas. I also wanted to share with you, if you're liking ideas like these, you will definitely want to check out our brand new training called Classroom Procedures That Will Save Your Sanity. In it, we're covering 50 classroom procedures, and No Names is just one of the ideas that we deal with 
in that training. We cover a wide variety of, to- of, of, of topics and struggles from how do you get students to make sure they have pencils to how do I keep track of missing work to what's the best way to grade in-class assignments without taking forever to preventing cheating to keeping students accountable. We, we run the gamut. And the fun thing about this training is we do them rapid fire style. So we talk about 50 procedure ideas in just 45 minutes. So we don't waste a second of your time. And I think you'll really enjoy this training. We've got a special deal for you. And you can unlock that by heading to teachfortheheart.com slash procedures. That's teachfortheheart.com slash procedures. And let us know if we can answer any questions for you. Thank you guys so much for being here. It's a pleasure to speak with you today. Praying that you'll uh, have a great week and just trust God Uh, no matter what challenges you're facing. Looking forward to speaking with you again soon. In the meantime, keep growing, keep striving. You really are making a difference.